Hello and welcome to the Man Intelligent Podcast. This is the show for guys all about guys. Have you ever struggled with feeling behind the curve in basic man intelligence? Well, that's exactly what we're going to help you with. On this week's show, we will talk about morning routines and why implementing a few easy habits can transform your life. Whether you are a wake up at 5 a.m. person or an 8 a.m. person, we will give you the know-how to start the day off right. Let's get it started. Welcome back. We are uh, here and we have a lot of uh, great information to share with you. My name is Johnny Marvin. I'm one of the hosts and I'm with my uh, buddy and co-host Reed Fisher. Reed Frischer is Reed here. Reed Frischer. <laughs> no, and where else would you be? You are here, but where else would you be? I could be there. I could, I could be we're anywhere. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. We could be anywhere. Let's do this. So what, what we're going to be talking about today is morning routines. And you and I have had many conversations about this, and I, th- I feel like we fall on sometimes different ends of the spectrum with it, just based on our own personalities. Right. So what, what would you say your current morning routine is so we're just we're just we're doing real talk um so i'm i'm very regular with my bowels and it's it's a point of pride sure that's part of your morning routine uh most people my wife knows this very well that i you know this is part of my morning is i you know release the hounds if you will um but no so that that's my morning routine. I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> it's not I crazy roll out of bed and uh, and and I get right. Uh, I I I you know go number two if you will. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, lately though I have been working out. So 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 what I do is I immediately jump out of bed and I will do like a pre workout shake. Yep. Uh, and protein shake comboed up and then chug that down because they always taste horrible to me yeah and then immediately go to the john work that situation out mm-hmm. and then probably so i i check email and reply uh or i'm sorry i forward or delete emails so essentially only thing that's in my inbox when i get to work is just things that i need to reply to or need some sort of action so it is kind of a nice thing that yeah. once i get to work i'm already prepared it sounds ridiculous but i will spend like 25 minutes on the pot and it's like it's literally like 30 minutes of work it's your office away from your office that's right um now getting up from that is a totally different story because it's like unbelievable pins and needles <laughs> <laughs> like it feels like it's like a shotgun has hit and it's like the weirdest feeling ever but uh, i somehow like drag my feet one in front of the other because i can't feel my legs uh, uh get changed and go do a little uh go do a little workout so yeah. Um, I know this is where you shine, though. Yeah, this is kind of a big point, deal to me. I'm, I do the breakfast with the kids or whatever, and and if it's during school, then I take them to school because I love that. Yep. I love taking them to school. We sing songs and uh, stuff in the car. Generally, I teach them songs that they should know, like uh, Ice Ice Baby, which... The classics. Um, but no, that's, that's that. So it's nothing wonderful uh, but I want to hear about yours yeah this so is where you're, you're a little bit of an expert and I am and I, I I would say that I have spent a lot of time and energy over the last few years just researching what's what's the best way and and you, you know me in my personality and my bent is towards I 
kind of go all in with something and tend to bite off more than I can chew. And the problem with that is, and we're going to talk about this in the show, the problem with that is it's it's not sustainable. So one of the big keys that we'll, we'll go into is find something that's sustainable. Uh, so I am kind of my ideal morning is I wake up and uh, I have I, I drink this um, morning cocktail. Tell me what's in the morning cocktail. So this came uh, from a book called Own the Day, which is a great book. Now here's the funny, here's the ironic thing about this is I read this first. Yep. And it was like, you need to read this. This is right down your alley because we've talked about how John and I love reading books. We love bettering ourselves. Yep. I read it literally the entire time I'm reading it. I've known this guy for 15 some odd years. I'm reading it going, Johnny's going to freaking love this book. Yep. So <laughs> if, I I got, if I got 15% of the book and ran away with it, you've got an 85%. You've got yeah. the other 85 Uh So so keep going. So what's so, in this morning so cocktail? So morning cocktail. And it's Own the Day. It's Own, own the Your day. Life by, by Aubrey Marcus. Aubrey Marcus, so yeah. great. It, it is. It's a fantastic book. Um, so And it's really easy to read. So the morning cocktail involves really three main ingredients. The first one is going to be anywhere between 12 to 20 ounces. I kind of, depending on what sort of shaker bottle I'm, I'm using, I'm going to fill that up uh, with just right, filtered room temperature water. Your body is going to absorb water better if it's room temperature. It's going to involve, typically I'll use a quarter or a half of a lemon squeezed in there and then a hearty pinch of Himalayan sea salt. That's that pink stuff. That's the pink salt stuff. And and I shake that up, and that is the first thing that I, what, I drink. What benefits have you seen from the morning cocktail? Because in, in, and I don't mean to always, there's a lot of great books we're probably gonna be referencing yep. on this. In this one specifically, they talk about the detox things and all just the wonderful thing, the wonderful, uh, I guess, elements that make this a cocktail. Tell me about what you have gotten from that cocktail? So I am not a person that naturally gravitates towards drinking a lot of water. I feel like there are some people out there that they, they crave it and, and they just stay hydrated a lot. That is not me. What I feel like it does, it does two main things. One, I can actually feel a difference in my brain by hydrating it really first thing in the morning. Yeah, there's, the there's, whole thing is you jump out of bed and you immediately chug this thing down. Yep. You're, so you're hydrating yourself. Um, the other thing is it just it helps me establish the routine. And, and the other things that I do, I feel like by, by starting the first thing, it helps me do the last thing, if that makes sense. So yeah. the next thing I do um, is I will do a, you can call it a quiet time, or I will do like a Bible study um, and I'll spend about probably 45 minutes to an hour doing that. And that involves uh, a few of the other things that we're going to talk about, which is uh, journaling, like actually writing with your like a pen, right. which I uh, use a quill and ink, but you know, you can use a pen. Yeah. You're a little old school Obviously. in that regard. Uh, so I do that and then I will uh, do a workout, whether it's go for a run or do some sort of, uh, you know, uh, weight workout or something like that. Here recently, I've been dealing with some elbow issues. I know, so I make fun of. I call him Mr. Glass. I get injured a lot. That's his thing. And, and because I probably go way too all in. Right. If I have when we something, do the, when we do the workout uh, one. You are not going to be the expert on that. No, I, I will need <laughs> all the help I can yourself. get in terms of uh, not getting injured. Let, and let me ask you a question yeah. before we get to the workout portion of it, because there's a lot leading up to this. Because so so you got. 
how long does it take to make this morning cocktail? You think? Because are you cutting a lemon in half, and you're you're squeezing it in there? Yeah. Or you, so you I got have a juicer. What do you got? It. I, I just use like one of those hand oh, the juicers. Oh, yellow yeah. situations. Okay. So, so I'm using. So that that probably takes me 15 seconds. If that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then what are you? Are you following any sort of curriculum on your quiet time? Or are you just saying, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna do. John uh, and you do a deep dive into John or do you what what did talk yeah, about that so, for a sec so what I will typically do is I'll focus on one one book okay so uh, I was kind of right and and I will because I'm studying that one book it'll give me the opportunity to like really deep dive into the history of it and what is the historical context and and all of that stuff but I'm I'm giving myself enough time because one of the things for people that are trying to do some sort of morning Bible study or, or some, some sort of spiritual right. time. Yeah, meditation. People call it meditation. Yeah. Well. And it, what will happen is they sit down and they're like, all right, so what? And you just kind of flip through and try and find something. Yeah. And so I have a plan. So I know, you know, each morning I know exactly what I'm going to do. And there's a whole lot of online resources that I'll reference as I'm doing that to try and help me with the, with the context and things. That's all I was getting at is there's, I, I didn't know that you were doing the book. That's kind of funny. That's what you do. But mm-hmm. a lot of people do the, they'll, they'll start their, uh, their journey of doing the quiet time or the meditation with, you know, read the Bible in a year or yeah. whatever you skip around. So, or whatever it is, you know, we're not yeah. just going to highlight what, but if you need to just take that time and breathe yep. and meditate, uh, I know there's a lot of uh, gain in meditation. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, so that's good. Okay. So, so that's so kind of what my, yeah. So I, hydrated, I'm, you get centered yep. and then you go and you get the blood flowing. Okay. Yep. Uh, so it, it's, so when I work out, I'll, that'll probably be for, you know, 40 minutes to an hour or so. Right. Uh, but, but if you back out those numbers, I, I'm waking up normally around 545-ish to, right. to get all that stuff in. There was a season in my life where I was trying to wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning, and I'm just going to bed way too late for yeah. that. And and so, so one of the things that I, I kind of in doing some research – uh, over time and then kind of getting trying to put everything together for this show there's a lot of research out there on on why morning routines are good and and because we are teaching guys how to be the best version of the man they can be how you start your day matters and it matters to your family it matters to yourself it matters to your work colleagues and it, it's by starting the day off right, this will help you be more man intelligent. It will help you tackle the day in a way that maybe you have been struggling in the past. That's great because part of man intelligence is not just we talked about. It's not just learning how to change a tire. It's doing the little things well. Yep. I made a joke about braiding hair, uh, but uh, last episode. But it, it is being the leader of your house. Yeah. Right. It's being the spiritual leader. It's being the uh, it you know it, it's setting the tone for what your daughter is going to look for in a husband. It's setting the tone for what you want your son to be. Yeah. Uh, so you can do these little things to be a better version of you. Yeah. Uh, which I which I think is is great. So there's also good stuff out there. Was it Jocko Willink and yeah. uh, Mark Wahlberg? Extreme like ownership. They, yeah. They preach this whole wake up. I mean, Mark Wahlberg gets up at like two in the morning. Yeah. So. Uh, you mentioned the waking up at five. Why you said it did not work for you because you're just going to bed too late. Yeah, I guess. It's, it's, and it's honestly because of lack of discipline at night to 
give myself the greatest likelihood of a win the next morning. But just think about how great it'd been if you'd been able to knock out everything, and then seven o'clock is when your day officially starts. Yeah. You can then call your day at four versus five on the back end, get to spend yeah. more time with the family and do stuff like that. So there's a lot of there's so many benefits snowball. to it. Yeah, yeah, and and again, if you cannot lead yourself well then you cannot lead others well. So if you're in a leadership position and if you're a dad, if, if you're not showing some sort of self-discipline for yourself and not taking that seriously, then chances are there's other areas of your life that probably need some, uh, some addressing. So a couple of reasons why, uh, and science backs this up, uh, why a morning routine is something that you should start investing in and, and to whatever degree that makes sense for you. And, and we'll kind of give a roadmap of some different options that people can pick and choose. So the first one is it, it reduces stress. So having a set of predetermined routines or tasks that you want to do, it takes all of the guesswork out of your morning, which gives you, and this is Jocko Willink's thing, um, that discipline equals freedom. A lot of people are like, if I'm overly disciplined, then I feel like, you know, that that cuts in on my freedom. But his take on it is by being disciplined, you have all the freedom because the all of the mundane decisions that you have to make and you're relying on your own willpower, now those are taken out. So you have have the option to kind of enjoy and just let let your morning unfold and reap the benefits of it. Right. So it's kind of the whole, uh, your job isn't to be the antelope that can fight the lion. Your job is to be faster than the slowest antelope. <laughs> yeah, you're trying. By getting up early, you're, you're going to outrun gonna, at least a couple of the antelopes. Because at the end of the day, the day's the lion, and it's coming after you hard. It is, and Your yeah. job is to, be the fa- is to be the fastest antelope yep. out there to not let that lion eat you. So uh, on average... People will have about 25. No, it was a great analogy. People have about 25,000 mornings. Wow. That's crazy. uh, God, you just think how many you've already wasted. Exactly. So if you're you're listening to it and you're like, um, you know, I – I've tried. I'm not really super. So, like, take you. And I, I think you do have some things that you do do. that that fall into this category. Very, very crucial part. But maybe you haven't. It wraps your head around like how do I be really intentional with this and start and start like creating a formula for what I want it to look like. But you know, most people are are not that way. There's some people, and we're gonna and, and they're normally hyper successful people that really own the day. Mark Wahlberg is a great example of guys that just they have like a full day's work before most people start their day. Uh, so try it out and 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 lean into it and and try it. Pick something and and just see if there is a difference and and if there is a reduction in that stress. Yeah, that sounds that I I would I would tell you that from when I have done habits like that and I've stuck to them, there is because you start knocking stuff off and you you slowly look at your to do list and you're like ah, I don't feel hey I already worked out yeah already did this already. you don't have to wait yeah. till the end of the day. So the other the other big uh, reason why is that we we are able to gain time. Mm-hmm. So explain that everyone has the same exact amount of time. So the same amount of time that you have in a day is the same time that I have the same time that Donald Trump has that Dwayne Johnson has all, you know, Mark Wahlberg, all I these guys have the, the rock, but Dwayne, the going. rock Johnson, all of us have the same amount of time. So 
why do some people utilize their time better? And typically it's because they're being more disciplined um, with their day. Bill Gates, for example, uh, whenever he's, and he has someone that really does this for him, but his schedule is down to five minute increments. Wow. So when he sits down, he knows how valuable his time is. He runs one of the largest companies in the whole world. So he knows that he, he doesn't have time to slack around until noon and then trying to get started. Right. Uh, so, so he owns his time. He budgets his time. The same way we budget, hey, I know that I make this amount of money. That means that I need to s- allocate it this way. There, we have to budget our time. And if we're, if we're, lazy with it. So imagine a a monthly budget is like 24 hours. So the morning is going to be those first couple weeks. How many times do people blow their budget in the first couple weeks? And then they're living on rice and beans towards the end of the week because they lack the discipline. And then what happens is now they're like starving. They get to the beginning of the week, they get their paycheck. And what do they do? They blow it. They blow it. And it's a, it's a cycle. So how do we gain time? It's by being disciplined and, and budgeting out what's important and how do I allocate that time for what's going to help me be the best version of myself, not just financially, uh, but, but also uh, health-wise and, and all of that. Yeah. I love that because I'm, I'm fairly famous for looking back and kind of regretting a decision. So, for example, if you say, "Okay, well, you instead of instead of going to bed at ten, you spend an hour and a half watching a movie or a show or whatever, yeah. so that you couldn't wake up at six instead of seven thirty. So that hour and a half, it didn't just disappear; it was there the entire time. Are you going to look back after a week and say, "Oh my goodness, I'm so glad I caught that, you know, uh, twelve hours of whatever show"? Yeah. Are you going to? be like, wow, I'm so glad that I worked out five or six days. And obviously the answer is work out, right? Yeah. So the, some, some people who are not morning people, unless you're watching Narcos, Narcos is a great show. Some people are just, whenever they hear morning routines, they're like, you know, I'm not a morning person. Well, here's a disagree. I know. And this is, this is why I I think that you're right in disagreeing with that. And I'm going to give you two real reasons why one is, and and science has shown this, um, there's a book called Power of Habit that that talks about certain things like this, but that discipline and self-control in that is is like a muscle. And as your day goes on and decisions are made, that muscle fatigues. So in the morning, it's a whole lot easier to be disciplined because you don't have the fatigue of, you know what, I was going to work out at five o'clock today after work, but I had chicken wings and now I kind of feel nauseous and it's not, or today was just a beat down. I'm just going to go home and like throw on the TV and just relax. Or if you're a parent, I'm just going to go home and I'm do my kids thing and then I'm checking out. Right. So but be disciplined in the morning because you have a higher likelihood that you're going to be able to stay on track. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Because the chicken wings. This happened yesterday. We but had, I did. We yeah, worked out in the morning. We worked out in the morning. Or you, I mean, independent of one another, but we both worked out, so we didn't feel as bad. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, we had some wings, and they were great. But had we not worked out, then the likelihood that we would have worked out is nil. Yeah, exactly. So, also, the, the second one is that positive energy or positivity 
is the energy drink, so to speak, of your whole day. So there's so many uh, scientific, scientifically proven um, studies that have been done about positive thinking. You know, that's why gratitude journals are really good and getting your head right, getting in the right headspace first thing in the morning because that will help you establish some really positive habits not to overuse that word, right. but positive habits, positive energy. You walk into the office and instead of being like, you know, just dragging, you know, in and everyone is wondering what's wrong with you and is he going to explode because he just seems really stressed. You're walking in with a ton of energy, which that energy, if you are a leader, is is contagious and that will lift up your entire team. Yeah. So is it like a are you talking like a uh like a fake it till you make it? Or what are you talking about when you talk about this energy? Positive, no, I don't think fake it till you make it is the right way to look at it, in my opinion. What I would say is find a reason to be positive. Let's say that you are, and you you are, Reed, are a very positive type person. Yep, But positive there's a lot quality. of people, there's a lot of people that aren't. Uh, so what what I would challenge those people to do is find a way to train your brain to fixate on positive things. So, you know, think about a gratitude journal. Uh, write out all the things that you're glad that you have or that you don't have, if it's like a disease or something like that. I think that you don't have to fake it if you can self-talk to yourself enough that says, hey, here, hey, good morning, Johnny. You have this many reasons to be positive regardless of what is going on in your life, you have this many reasons that you can focus on positivity this morning. Because it's always, there's there's always someone with a bigger car, I mean, with a bigger house, a nicer yeah. car, more money in their bank, more athletic, more, like there's always a person who's better. Yep. But being so thankful, there's also a lot of people who are a lot worse off. Yeah. So being so thankful for that stuff, uh, allows you to kind of embrace that day or embrace that moment and, and get every little bit out of it because you know you've been blessed with whatever is around you and that positive attitude as you said that you will be, you become this like uh, uh, radiant yeah uh, 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 just deal positivity where people yeah it's contagious it's 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 big and you're not dragging around the house and your kids are like don't talk to dad because he hasn't had his 13th cup of coffee and you know you're they're coming downstairs and you are uh, you're, you're coming at them and, singing, and happy you're, and, you're... and now they know it's a safe place and it's because you took the time to focus on on you. So what I would also say is everyone's heard variety is the spice of life, right? right? So I would agree with that and I think there's ways to have variety, but when it comes to your morning routine, variety, uh, can many times cripple your ability to make really good decisions. And you, you've heard about like uh, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, who wears the exact same underwear, underwear every day. Is that what you're gonna say? I was gonna say shirt. Ah, sorry. Because I don't have I don't have the inside scoop on what type of underwear Pardon he's the wearing. Pun. But he he wears the exact same thing. I, Jack Dorsey, who is the CEO of Twitter, uh, wears the exact same thing. Has the exact same you know, meals, he, he has no variety and it's because it allows him to use his creative energies, not on what am I going to wear today, but on how am I going to make my company even better? Sure. And it's almost, and, and we, neither uh, Johnny or myself served in the military in any form, 
Uh, so, uh, but I, I would imagine that there's some of that element to to the military where they, you know, this is obviously eons and eons of, of research on them that we're gonna all look the same, dress the same, get up at the same time because we're one unit. Yep. Uh, and one one link that's broken in the chain, I'd imagine, yeah, uh, affects the whole unit, if you will. So, uh, think of your day as the unit, right? Uh, and uh, be as as ritual uh and that is is possible so i I love that and if you need variety then don't change up the framework change up a the activity so if if you're going to work out don't change the fact that i'm going to work i'm not going to work out change what activity you're doing but have that planned ahead of time so you're not just standing in a dark living room staring at the ground being like is it going to be push-ups today or is it going to be you know, squats. I have no idea. I'm just now. I have to rely on myself, to who already doesn't want to right. do this. Maybe to come up with the energy and enthusiasm to actually execute. So what you're saying is, if I'm, if I am, if I got a healthy bowel movement every morning, I need to make sure I visit the same toilet every single morning. Maybe, this is all I got. From what so you the framework said. is, you're going to the bathroom, right? The variety that you can in- introduce is what bathroom? Oh, okay. So I can spice it up. A little Are you going to go outside? Hey, I don't know. <laughs> right next to the dog, you know. <laughs> Show him who's boss. Maybe he has to pick up my stuff. So no, okay, I love that. No, in all reality, there's a lot of merit to that. Uh, and and I make jokes, but I I have done these, uh, and I totally agree. I mean, even something as small as I have I have laid out my clothes the night before. Um, and it's it's something where like I, I you have the plan you already know you're going in there uh, and and it's it becomes something where it doesn't matter like yeah. hey there it is oh short there's my workout shorts workout shirt any socks these shoes great brush teeth rock and roll yeah just so. just get on with it so a couple different things that um, I, I want to talk about some rich famous type people and what they do but before that there was a study that was done it was a five-year study of 177 self-made millionaires and this came from business insider um, a guy named Thomas Corley he found that nearly half of them woke up at least three hours before their work day actually began man who doesn't want to be a self-made millionaire and if what you got to think is it's because they discipline themselves to do some of the things that made them better. So when they got in their seat at work, that they were able to execute in a uh, with a positive attitude and kind of ready to tackle the day. What happened to the other half? <laughs> <laughs> Those guys probably um, it's just lucky. Hit the lottery. Are we, okay, or, perfect. I yeah. didn't want to take the wind out of your sails, but I'm looking at okay. Well, so half of them. Well, the other half did they wake up ten minutes before? Maybe it was an hour. Maybe it was two hours. Okay. So, so the point is, you need to wake up early. You need to wake up early. So um, a couple different uh, different millionaires and things like that. Uh, that are it's interesting uh so we already talked about mark Wahlberg who yep. gets up like at two o'clock in two? the morning yeah, i've read this whole i've read his whole thing and he eats like six meals before 9 a.m yep so um and, and there's a lot of people that don't wake up early now i can guarantee you once they start their day they're not just slothfully walking around okay so we're looking at the same you know we we did some planning here before and we're looking at uh, the same article 
So what's interesting about this is in my head, uh, when you just said that, so, so, so as you're listening to this, this is not, so uh, you said Mark Wahlberg's like the 2 a.m. or whatever it is. But a lot of these guys on here, Warren Buffett, who I, I respect and admire, um, 6.45 a.m. Yeah. So if, if it's three, so 9.45 a.m., but it goes back to kind of what you said is, so let's say his day kind of officially starts at 9.45. I would argue that he would be better in those six hours of work, seven hours yeah. of work, than you are in eight hours of work with taking breaks yep. and doing this and being slow about that. And you like, it, it's all about, uh, you know, creating these atomic havocs. We yeah. Go back to that book. But yeah. yeah. So that's great. I mean, we have all these guys. Well, on and, and Warren right. Buffett, there's a couple extra things about him that are interesting. Um, a lot of, a lot of uh, CEOs, Richard Branson, Tim Cook, um, Bob Iger uh, from Disney, uh, one of the first things they do, uh, Barack Obama, one of the first things they do is is make sure and exercise. So yep. exercising first thing in the morning ensures that it actually gets done. You're prioritizing your health and saying, I'm not going to allow how I feel about a certain activity or how you know run down I am at the end of the day to determine whether I am going to accomplish this or not. Who wins in a fist fight, Mark Zuckerberg or Barack Obama? Mark Zuckerberg? Yeah. Or Barack Obama? Yeah, I'm gonna have to take my put my money on uh, Barack Obama. I do Barack Obama all day. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm just going through this list. It just seemed like a good fight. So another thing that they do is is meditate. So Chuck Norris, one of his uh, famous quotes is, "Exercise, prayer, and meditation uh, are examples of calming rituals. They have shown to induce a happier mood and provide a positive pathway through life's daily frustrations." So, for the person that's like, you know what, I, I don't really, I don't want to just fake it and try and act positive because I'm going to run out of gas really fast. Exercise, prayer, and meditation is none the the most, I guess, uh, widely celebrated man of our generation, Chuck Norris. That's that's what works for him. All I'm envisioning is him giving me a thumbs up right now. <laughs> saying, that, guys, Dodgeball. this is a great bot, uh, podcast. So the uh, they also plan. So we talked about laying your clothes out, laying, knowing what you're going to do. If you're going to change up your exercise, know, hey, I'm going to do this many sets of this type of particular exercise. Benjamin Franklin said, failing to plan is planning to fail. So by waking up at, let's say you're waking up at 5.30 a.m. So more often than not, you're going to be the first one up in your household and you're sitting there in the dark and now you're trying to motivate yourself. That is not the time for you to try and to lean in this. Warren Buffett, so a lot of people read in the mornings. Warren Buffett, to what you were talking about, he reads 500 pages uh, every day. So he reads six newspapers. He reads the Wall Street Journal, Financial Times, New York Times, USA Today, an Omaha World Herald, an American banker every single day. He says that his success is a result of spending 80% of his day reading. Wow. <laughs> that is spectacular. Most and people don't have that the, much time. Shout out to the <laughs> Omaha World <laughs> newspaper. They made it with some pretty big like, papers. Yes. Yeah, the Oracle of Omaha. Wow. Uh, likes his local newspaper. That is awesome. So, and then a couple other things, and we're going to jump into some specifics, is they accomplish their most important 
uh, tasks. So Brian Tracy has the famous adage about eat the frog right. first, do the hardest thing first thing in the morning. Uh, and kind of going off of what we talked about earlier, you need to plan what that hardest thing is. So you're not just allowing yourself to just kind of downshift and be like, you know, and it's three o'clock and you're like, oh man, this is a priority, but I didn't really think about it. So now I'm going to be stressed out if I don't get it done today. So one big thing before we go into the uh, kind of individual things you could do is uh, in this book, Atomic, Atomic Habits, uh, what is kind of a, a, a topic that they speak to is uh, little things. So one, if you change 1% of your day, uh, and that's kind of this, that's kind of one of the topics talks about is, uh, so if you choose at lunch to do a salad versus a Whataburger, uh, hamburger, you go home and just because you ate the salad doesn't, does not mean you have a six pack. Right. Uh, just because you ate the hamburger does not mean you're all of a sudden obese, right? Uh, but if you extrapolate that 10 years, you, you, you essentially via compound interest, you eat a salad every day for lunch versus a hamburger every day for lunch for 10 years, how different is your body gonna look? So think of some small change like that, a salad versus a hamburger. I know we just talked about wings and they were great, but they were. but but it, it's more than just the dietary, right? Uh, because that's can be, that maybe make other smart choices and you know, uh, uh, for breakfast or, or dinner, but still it's just, it's that is just a parallel of a small habit that you've changed to make yourself better with compound interest uh, will end up making a huge difference in the long run. And once again, it's that snowball where it yep. starts small. So so let's, right. let's talk about a few different activities. The idea on this list, there's a lot of things on this list that we're going to kind of quickly go over. The idea isn't that an optimal morning for each and every person is to do every single one. However, what it might provide is a little bit of a framework so that people can pick two or three they can kind of get an idea if they're kind of thinking I, I don't really know where to start uh, these are some tried and true morning routines but if you try and do every single one of these every single morning it, maybe you can do it for two days but you're gonna be miserable and you'll probably burn out and then you'll be doing none of them so you know make that 1% improvement um, or just take a, a a bite that's that's you know chewable for you in your morning routine. So the first one is one we already talked about, and that is one of the most important things scientifically that you need to do to your body right when you wake up is hydrate. You don't have to do the morning cocktail with the Himalayan sea salt. There is a couple good things in terms of uh, replacing uh, some of the sodium that you've lost from sweating at night, and in uh, kind of that mineral. There's some mineralization that helps with your body kind of feel better. Um, and the alkalinity is why the lemon juice is important. But if, if you're not going to do that, then hydrate before you have coffee, before you have anything. And, and prove me wrong that if you're sitting there and you drink water, that your mind, you don't feel like your mind is starting to wake up. Your body, your, your brain that's been in a dehydrated state all of a sudden gets all of this liquid and it's going to activate it's going to like you can feel it recharge you i'm getting thirsty as you're saying this my <laughs> mouth just dried up so and that a lot of people what's the first thing that a lot of people pour right when they wake up 
Cup of Joe. Cup of Joe. And so the there's your body naturally produces cortisol. Right. And those those levels are typically higher uh, in the morning. Uh, if you're doing the right things, you're taking care of yourself. So what you're going to do is you're going to artificially raise your cortisol levels. Um, and it's you're not going to have the desired effect it's going it's going to give you a spike in energy and then it's going to basically flatline out so by holding off on the coffee and allowing yourself to hydrate before you jump into these other things you're basically priming up your body um, and then when you do have the coffee then it's going to be a lot more effective because you're you're not in this fasted state yeah i so i i do a form of this with the protein uh, uh drink and uh pre-workout I'm essentially downing about 24 to 30 ounces of water um, where I don't and I know you'd argue that the pre-workout is a form of coffee or something but thing is that I used to be kind of addicted to that caffeine right as you wake Mm -hmm. up and now it's not and I love coffee but it's something that I do not have to have like I can this whole morning person thing we go back to that I just don't agree I think you can I think you can train your body to to do whatever it needs to do yep and it's a well-oiled machine that uh, you you're in charge of it. So, uh, morning person, not like I haven't had my cup of coffee. I just can't think. Well, I I I tell you, try something else because uh, there's a lot of good solutions out there. So, all right. So you got you got water, uh, so hydrate, and you got so that, the next that one is going to help thing. you with resetting your circadian rhythm, uh, resetting kind of your your body's clock of hey now it's time to wake up, and that is going to be something uh, some light movement. This is not exercise. This is, this could be ribbon uh, dancing. This could be ribbon dancing. Okay. If you have ribbons lying around, it could be like literally doing 15 push ups and five body squats. I mean, we're talking a little bit, but it's enough to get your blood pumping and kind of waking up your, your organs, so to speak. Right. I do the water and then I do one body squat to sit on the <laughs> yeah. throne and my organs. You're doing start. body movement, but it's more the bowels yeah, are the so only two thing. Two for moving. two for me. Keep Good. going. Yeah. All right. So do some light movement. Again, this is going to be, we're talking like two or three minutes right. of this, and it re- helps reset your circadian rhythm. Getting some sun. Gosh, I love this. I'm. I love this. I think there's such healing power in vitamin D in the yep. sun. So w- one study showed that 15 minutes of sunlight can eliminate your uh, sleep hormones that you're fighting against as you're waking up uh, and helping you feel more awake. So that's where the run, right? Yeah. Get up and go for a jog, yep. a 15-minute jog that gives you that sun. Um, yeah, I think that that's great. I love. Yeah. So the next one is going to be, and, and also on that one, I would say sometimes people are waking up so early that There's there no is sun. no sun. Yeah. But just know whenever that sun comes out, go out there and just kind of drink in the day. Maybe do some of that light stretching or do something in it, and and that will help. The next one is going to be, I kind of put them together here in my notes, but it's going to be a reading or some sort of maybe spiritual study. So this is a kind of, we talk about... um, body, mind, and spirit. Like I feel like there's those are three things that you should be 
your goals should be revolving around body obviously being health uh, mind being your uh, you know ability to learn and then spirit you need to be focusing on some sort of spiritual growth in the morning so so doing something and it, and it could be a book there's so many good resources out there that you know just gives you like little excerpts uh, that you can go over or you can read your bible or if you if you want then you can do like a newspaper or just a regular book but but focus don't read like a, don't read some like trashy romance novel read something that's going to start feeding your brain well if you read song of solomon uh it's kind of a little bit of a <laughs> yeah. romance novel but it just doesn't have a fabio on the bible front. jokes yeah um okay so the next one is going to be um and i think this is really important is doing some sort of meditation or breathing exercise so i'm going to get to what I do as a part of my morning routine that I didn't cover with the breathing exercise. But if you're looking for an easy way to start, do five minutes of meditation. If meditation sounds like it's something that's important to you, there's an app called Headspace and you can choose, I want to meditate for five minutes. And you have some Australian voice that's walking you through how, like what you need to focus on and, and how to get it done. Am I going to have an office space moment where all of a sudden I'm yeah. like, I wouldn't say I'm really working. <laughs> yeah. When you meet with the bobs. Yeah. Yeah. So, so meditation, um, uh, and, and breathing exercises, um, kind of, if you want to do those together, uh, the breathing exercises helps to oxygenate your blood, which helps again, bring to life your, your body. Um, and there's a, uh, you can focus on mindfulness. So Tony Robbins has kind of his famous breathing techniques and you can YouTube that and see it. Uh, but he does, he does his, his kind of like five, 10 minute breathing routine that he does every single morning. It's really interesting. I would love to read about that. Yeah. I have no idea what that is. And what if you walked in, what if you asked him a question and like he was, on the ninth minute of his breathing exercise, his real ritualist, and you're like, hey, Tony, you uh, want something to drink? And he's like, uh, no, ah, oh, crap, I have Lost to start it. over. Yeah, it is, um, you have to YouTube it. It's it's pretty That's It's wild. pretty interesting. Yeah. So the next thing is listen to a podcast or listen to a book on tape. The idea on this, music is, is absolutely great, um, but in the mornings, what we're doing is we're focusing on feeding our, our brain. Listen to Mantelligent. Listen to the Mantelligent podcast and get something positive out of your day. But but start feeding yourself. Start being intentional with, I am going to learn this or I am going to self-speak this into my existence. So there was a time a couple of years ago, I don't want to say it was last year, uh, but it could have been 10 years ago where you your podcast of choice was a fantasy football podcast does I'm this feeding my brain does this <laughs> okay i just wanted to see if that works because I, you can listen feeding, to that on the way yeah, on the way to work yeah and i'm sure it's like reggie wayne is uh connecting with uh peyton manning for the colts yeah it's uh, an so. older one but uh but yeah the focus on here is like listen choose something that's going to give you guidance, wisdom, affirmation, whatever it is. But but just be intentional about what you're listening to in the morning. And That's you can great. do it while you're exercising. You can do it, you know, while you're getting 
putting something together uh, for your drink or whatever it is. You could even in in this. Well, I, I say you could, but there's some uh, self help books like I'm doing 10x rule right now yeah. by Grant Cardone. That that essentially is a podcast, right? It's, 100%. It's, it's a chapter is is each day, if you will. So um, you can even do some sort of self help self help uh, uh, book like that. Yeah. So the next one is going to be exercise. A lot of people that you talk to are like, you know what, I do better exercising in the afternoon. And part of me is like, do you? Do you really do better in the afternoons? If you don't have kids and, you know, you can check out at 5 o'clock, maybe you do. But I would say that the majority of people do struggle with staying consistent in the afternoons. Um, And so do it it first. Exactly. And as you get older, neither one of us is a young buck anymore. Right. What we're we're not trying to like be on the cover of some muscle fitness magazine. Speak what we're trying yourself. to do is just not look disgusting when we take off our shirts. Yeah, right. There's a lot of hair. <laughs> so much hair. A lot of uh. It's in weird places. It's. I wish it was full coverage so it just really looked made. Yeah, look a like, lot of a lot of ground beef on that golly. belly. Uh, so so find something exercise. If even if it's this is the one percent thing. Even if you're like, you know, what I would love to do is spend an hour and a half and just focus on my traps. That's not a realistic. I'm going to be honest, Johnny. There's not an hour and a half worth of just traps exercises oh, out there. Oh, I am sure we could find, we could find an hour somebody and a half that has an hour and a half me, worth of traps. Oh, Lord. I want to have them on so, here. But the idea is find something short you can do. Uh, Google a 20-minute um, body weight exercise but just try to improve one percent and if you do it consistently you're going to do far better in the progress that you make with your body than if you wanted trying to get in like what i tend to do is get into this like way complicated workout routine that requires you to work out eight days a week you know it's like totally unrealistic and then i end up breaking something or tearing something and now I can't work out for six months you know and there's uh, we have a colleague of ours who um, he's a he's he's he is is getting back into uh, good shape again if that's a nice way to say yeah. it and he started a push-up challenge yep and he has since progressed where he could only do push-ups on his knees uh, keep in mind, this guy was in great shape, was in the military before, and obviously could probably knock out 250 push-ups. Uh, and since just life's gotten the better part of him, uh, and he started doing this. So it, it's it's small gains, and now he is you know ultra proud of himself. I don't know how many he can do now, but he could only, when he started, do knee push-ups. So maybe your goal is, hey, I'm going to do a push-up workout routine where I'm going to get out there, and I'm gonna get the blood flowing, and I'm gonna do, I'm gonna get to where I'm doing 100 push-ups in one sitting. I promise you there are Pinterest, Google, I don't care how you wanna find it. There's some sort of plan out there for what you're trying to achieve. Yep. And the secret is, is that you pick what you want to look like and pick what you want to, um, how you want to kind of look in the mirror, I guess, if you mm-hmm. will. And so uh, I think that is a little bit easier than just I'm going to hit this weight. Yeah. Uh, I think it is for me. It's like this is what I want to look like. We talked about like I want to be able to take off my shirt and not like all of a sudden Disgust look at your show and be, like put it back on. Like ah, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even sleep with me right now. <laughs> okay. Yes, I will. But um, no. So I it it is like it does not have to be like as you're going through these. You know, um, I think 
you can do one, you can do all of them, but the, the key is little chunks and then you'll start seeing, okay, hey, 15 minutes earlier, fine, so I can do a quiet time, let's do this. 10 minutes earlier so I can grab a podcast, let's do this. You'll start to reap those benefits. Yep. Um, you know, I'm taking 15 minutes to do, to knock out 50 push-ups or whatever, you know, goal, or I'm gonna do a 15 minute one mile you'll end up seeing that, wow, now I can run three miles in 18 minutes. Yeah, allow yourself the yeah. space to improve. So the next one is one of my favorite ones, and this is something I've been doing for so a long stupid. time. <laughs> I've done it's it. It's another one by Mr. Tony Robbins. I know, I know. And that is the, the cold water therapy. So there's a couple ways. Uh, sometimes when I run, I'll do an ice bath. Uh, do you actually do ice? Like, So I know I get this. a 10-pound bag of ice. Where, like, you go to the store, yeah, and buy and a ten buy bag a, of ice. That is it. That's an investment. It is. I mean, it's an investment myself. That's like a. First of all, Bucky's sells the ninety nine cents cents, ice. Yeah, you're having to drop a dollar ninety nine, if not more, mm-hmm. on a bag of ice. It's on my health and wellness, Freed. Oh my gosh. So if you don't want to do that, or no, you don't have like don't a, want to do that. if you don't have a multi-million dollar uh, plunge pool they, like Tony Robbins to, does, they all have these plunge pools. Yes. So what you can do is a cold shower. So let me talk to you about a cold shower. Mm-hmm. There's a couple different reasons why it's good. There's a there's a health and then there's a mental reason. So what you're going to do is you're going to take a regular shower. And then this is where you would kind of do some breathing exercises, get your body ready. If you're doing it in the summer, it's not going to be that cold. If you're doing it in the winter, that sucker Super is going to be cold. really cold. Yes, because I've done these before, and it will light you up. Yeah, my my wife has a couple times um, like been concerned that I'm having a heart attack in the shower because I'm like trying to catch my breath. Is, or is she having a heart attack because your wiener's now inverted? <laughs> yeah, it's there's some physical changes that are happening. So. What you're going to do is you're going to take a regular shower and then work your way up, maybe start at 30 seconds in the cold and get both sides. Get your head in there, get your back, get your front, and then uh, try and work your way up to about three minutes. Of just cold. Cold so, shower. So I'm doing the ice bath probably twice a week. That's great. And and I know, so you're about to talk about all the benefits, which yeah. I think everyone should hear. But I know when I was doing these um I would have to it almost I would have to almost geek myself up, which I kind of learned how to almost play through the pain in that, where you breathe and you you find your happy place and you yeah. like, uh, you know, I'm gonna get through this because this is mental. Yeah. Literally, this is 100% mental, and you do, and you almost clear your brain and then you go, you're breathing, almost find this weird state and then you step back into it. And yeah, you'd be surprised what you can endure. Uh, but yeah. but why don't you talk about the benefits? So there's there's a few different benefits. And Wim Hof, I can't remember where the guy's first name Made is. Up name. But if you look at, he has some breathing techniques. He's a he is like basically the guru of cold water immersion therapy. Um, and so he has a bunch of different techniques that you can do, but uh, it's outstanding for your lymphatic system. So in terms of um, how your lymph nodes and all that stuff, you know, re- express and how they're um, taking on the um, the blood and, and all that. So there's a, there's some really good health benefits. It, there is a benefit in in creating a external controlled stress on your body. 
by by going in there, your body will be stressed. But now you've controlled the parameters around that. So how your body responds to stress uh, will improve by allowing it to uh, be stressed, recover, be stressed, recover. And then finally, and this is the one that I, I feel like for me, I get the most out of it, is you're getting out of your comfort zone first thing in the morning. There is, n- there is no greater ability that I have than standing in a warm shower, convincing myself that this is not worth it or I can just skip it today. And when you do it, again, especially in the winter or if it's you know, you know, really cold outside, if you do it, you have taken immediate action. You have basically told your body, you're not in charge of me. I'm in charge of you and I'm going to jump in. And, you know, Tony Robbins always talks about it. he doesn't allow his brain to analyze. Um, and th- by doing that, he's starting out his day silencing his his own doubts, his own fears, his own hesitations, his own limitations to some degree. So by doing this, you are basically um, controlling your body. You're controlling your your willpower. I love it. I think it's stupid, but I love it. And I've done it. And I can tell you there have been there. I I was not a believer until I did it. And I was like, this okay. This works. But I still hate it. And I hate you. <laughs> so the, the last couple ones we're going to go really quick um, are a morning confession. This is quick. These are credos. So this is something you recite word for word. There's some people that are really big into this. So they they stand in front of the mirror and they basically, I'm strong enough. Yeah. Gosh, darn it. People people like me. me. Yeah. Yeah, And basically it's your mission statement. So it's who you want to be. So you're standing there doing that. You're kind of creating a mantra for yourself. Then the last, uh, last couple ones, uh, are daily planning. So this is what you were talking about. I want to know what I have to do today. I want to kind of plan out before I sit down at my seat at the office. I want to know what I'm going to be doing in that day. Um, and like I said, Bill Gates schedules in five-minute increments. That's crazy. That's probably not necessary for most people. Um, there's a couple different tools. One thing that I use is the Full Focus Planner. It's really good. You know, open up your calendar and make sure that you understand what you have for the day, and then envision your ideal day. Make some notes to it, and then now you have an opportunity to fight for it. So the last thing that I'll say is, and I do this, and it's really quick. Whenever I'm doing my journaling and that sort of thing is I grade, I call it's grading my health. So I, I grade two things. The first thing is I weigh myself, knowing that there's gonna be a fluctuation. So I'm not getting all that hung up on what the number is, but I just wanna make sure that I'm not trending in the wrong direction. And then I will grade my diet. So I write down what the weight is, don't get hung up on it, but I write down what the weight is and then I grade my diet from the day before. So. If, I, if it's an A, that means I was really well-balanced, very clean eating, smart snacking. B is cleanish eating with a few missteps on snacking, and then it goes down to F, which is that was a cheat day. You probably feel horrible today. Uh, recover and don't string together a bunch of Ds and Fs. You put this in your full focus planner? Mm-hmm. What was yesterday for you? An F. Really? It was, what it was Cinco de Mayo. Well, in the morning I didn't eat anything. But I had chicken wings and French fries. Right. And, and then, then I had voodoo fries. I had, that was on you, though. Yes, it was. And then I had, um, it was a Taco Tuesday, Cinco de Mayo. I was stuck inside because of a Mexican named beer, Corona. Right. And so we had fajitas and margaritas. So the yesterday was an F. I give that an A. 
That a for like effort. A great day. So, but but that helps me understand. Okay, like if I'm looking back through my day, I I have I can see am I am I trending in a in a negative pattern. So, just in in regards to time, let's let's jump into it, and this will be a fairly shorter portion of it, but. We're going to call this how to how to put this together. Put it all together. We're putting it all together here. So the first thing we would say is don't go crazy. Don't don't try and do six hours worth of routines um, in the morning because it's not feasible and you're not going to be able to sustain that. I'm so, not waking up at four in the morning. No, and you don't need to. Not if you if you align your goals and your ideal self. Figure out what who is my I- ideal version of Johnny and what is that who you look like. Who's Who's your ideal version of Reed? And now I'm going to create a structure where I'm going to start getting better at the areas that I need to improve on. And I'm going to do it first thing of the day because it's going to be something I'm going to prioritize. So who is that person and what of those lists that we have, or maybe another list, what are the, what is going to get me to that, that point? Okay. That's, so th- that's good. So the next one is going to be organizing the day before. And you talked about laying your clothes out. So that means, you know, lay out your gym clothes and your gym bag. If you're going to do yoga in the morning, lay out your yoga mat and whatever else you need. So you're able to like walk straight out there. If you're going to journal, make sure your journal isn't like under 16 different books and four t-shirts. Make sure that you have that out. Uh, For me, I put out my water so I know exactly where that is. I, I walk straight to there and I get it done. Um, so, so lay out everything. You're basically clearing out, out any obstacle you got a runway, for the day no, no, or nothing but runway in front of you. Exactly. Uh, and then set. So what I will many times do is in the mornings is I'll try and set timers. Now I'm not holding myself super regimented to that, but like, cause what will happen is I get in the middle of doing something. I have three other things I want to do in the morning. And so I don't want to go over by 30 minutes in, in whatever it is. So set like a little uh, timer on your phone. So like, you know, if you're waking up at 5:45, at 6:45 my timer goes off. That means I know I need to move to the next thing. At 7:45 my timer's going off, and I know I need to be at this stage in my my process. So it kind of help you stay on on track. Also, one big tip, and I started doing this a couple weeks ago, is set the do not disturb on at night all the way until you know you're going to be done with your morning routine. So you're not pretty – because at some point you get that text from work or email or something, you're like, oh, I have to respond, and it just ruins your whole day. Exactly, and don't don't check your phone in, in, in regards to, like, don't just spend, like, an hour on YouTube looking up weird barroom fights. Like, just, like, focus yep. on – Yeah, I know, and all of us get into those little, like, wormholes of it. So focus on – eliminating the distractions that you have. And then the last thing that I would say is, so what time do you need to wake up? So we talked about in the beginning, do you need to wake up super early, 5 a.m. every single morning to do this? No. But what you need to do is figure out, all right, I need to be at work at 8.30. Right? Yeah. So I'm going to work. I know it takes 15 minutes for me to get to the office. It's going to take me 15 minutes to get showered and ready to go. So there's 30 minutes now. Now I can start working backwards into, all right, if I'm going to do some reading in the morning, I'm going to read for 20 minutes. And so there's 20 minutes. I'm going to exercise for 30 minutes. So there's 50 minutes. And you start adding those things up and then you back 
that out from the from the time that you need to be moving in the direction of getting ready for the you know to go to work and and you know I need to wake up at this time and don't hit snooze hitting snooze is is one of the worst things you can do it sh- it tells your body it tells your mind that you're weak and that you're not able to accomplish the day whoever invented the snooze button sucks yeah because what ends up happening is 10 minutes later you're you didn't get necessary sleep in that 10 minutes and no. then you hit snooze three times 30 minutes later you're pissed that you just didn't get up on the first time snooze sucks that yeah. guy that guy's Whoever, the worst. Yeah. It's it's not helpful. So do things like move your phone away from your bedside table or put it in the other room. Do something that's going to help you fight against the urge of just hitting snooze for an hour and a half and then waking up and being like, well, I don't feel accomplished. I didn't get anything done I wanted to this morning. And now there's that stress level of I need to work out today, but I need to leave work at what, 3.30 to get my workout done and then 2.45 rolls around and you get called into a meeting and you're like, well, there goes my workout. So you just live the rest of your day in, in, in a stressful state. You're not going to get a whole lot of sleep if you hit snooze. So just don't don't hit snooze. All right. So if you are the person who is Ben Stiller in, uh, what is that one word, Globo Gym? Yeah. Uh, where he, at the end, it shows him at the end, he's got like the chicken wing. Yeah. If you are that person where you are like hardcore and then you hardcore go in one direction and totally fit or totally unfit, or I, I'm, I'm either going to wake up early, I'm gonna be dedicated to all this stuff, or I'm just gonna sleep till right before work. Cause the, there are those personalities out there. Would you have any sort of advice on like how to fix the, uh, how to fix the person who, is either all in, right, and then they they make something that's you can't sustain because uh, your body isn't used to that yet. I mean, you can do one or two days, but you just you burn out. So, do you have any advice to that? Yeah, I think that because I have a tendency to gravitate towards that. I'm kind of an all or nothing person. So, what I would say is is two things. One is I need to spend some introspective time wondering if the person that I am trying to be by utilizing my morning routines, is that who, is it really important to me to be that person? Because maybe there's something, maybe it's like, hey, I want to be really caught up on world news. And so I'm going to try and be really cultured and knowledgeable about that. But you know what? At the end of the day, I really don't care that much. So by me saying I'm going to spend 45 minutes. next day. Yeah. It's, so maybe me saying I want to spend 45 minutes reading the news, that's not that important. So I need to kind of be introspective. And I also need, need to know that it's easier to add a habit or take a, uh, add a habit um, than take away a habit. Because what happens is you throw the baby out with the bathwater. You, you're so hardcore that you're like, if I can't do it this hardcore, then I'm not going to do it at all. But if you said, hey, there's two things on this list that I'm going to try and do. I'm going to exercise and I'm going to uh, do some sort of spiritual quiet time in the morning. And you know what, maybe I'm going to also add this, or maybe it's like, I'm going to exercise in the morning and I'm going to hydrate and do some light movement. Those are the only things do those until you're feeling confident in it and then add a few other things. Add, add five to 10, 15 minutes yep. and just keep making yourself better and better. One, one by one, one decision at a time. And then create a list. This is a good exercise. Create a list of mundane activities. So we're talking brush your teeth, wash your face, eat your breakfast, 
whatever it is, and make an order of when you want to get those done. In the same way that like a Mark Zuckerberg picks up the same shirt every single day, by following this order, you will automatically start instilling a sense of discipline in your mornings. He really wears the same shirt every same day? Same style of shirt. He's not God wearing like the same him. pitted out t-shirt. Man, that's okay. Yeah. He's doing it He though. probably owns the t-shirt manufacturer This is true, yeah, so point. he gets a new shirt every day. That, so, yeah. but, but just be intentional. Understand that part of part of a morning routine is your responsibility to take it seriously and by taking your your first few hours of the morning really seriously it will help you tackle the day it will help you be a better person it will help you be a a better version of yourself and you will feel much better about yourself and you'll be able to start implementing different strategies for you to improve on on the things you've always wanted to improve on Yet it always just kind of fell to the, you know, the can got kicked down the road and and you never really did it. Yep. All right. Well, uh, thank you for listening to the Mantelligent Podcast. This is the show for guys and all about guys, where we will continue to give you the tools and resources to become the man you always wanted to be. This is Johnny and Reed signing off and reminding you to be Mantelligent. <laughs>